Hi, hi. Welcome to the Water Podcast. This should be episode number five, unless I'm wrong, in which case, forgive me. <laughs> no, I'm correct. Anyway, um, I basically wanted to do one thing and talk about one thing only. There's a bunch of other stuff that I will get into as uh, time goes on. I mean, there's a bunch of shows and things that have been happening that I wanted to talk about. You know, I was actually even thinking about at some point talking about some political stuff, but then at the same time, fuck all that. That's so boring. I rather talk about the things that really interest me, the things that keep me up at night. So, I'll talk about two things first of all. I'll start with I remember from the last episode I said I was getting a new place, which is true. I was. I was. Turns out the landlord fucked me over. Right? Turns out they already had someone. But that person who they had, they were not sure about. They didn't know if the person would come or not. So what they did is they offered me the place as a backup. So like about a week ago or something, a week, maybe a week and a half ago, I decided let me call the landlord and make the payment. Because, you know, you have to make the payment, make sure you get the place. So I go to make the payment. I call the guy. I call the guy. Nothing, nothing. I call the other number. They gave me nothing. No one picks up. It's done. I call the broker guy who even got me the place nothing as well i'm like this is complete garbage so like i call for like a week and i completely get no reply no help nothing from anyone and i'm like so fucking angry about it it's so amazing that they could do this to me when i was so excited i had half my shit packed up already i was ready to go i was done i was like so over this place i'm in right now i was like fuck this place fuck these neighbors fuck this everything i was done with it but here I am, still in my house. Um, feel a bit shit about it now. I'm trying to remember. I had started kind of even liking this house before they got me a new place. Now I'm fucked. Now it's like I hate it so much, but I'm stuck in it. And, and I really did not want to move before that. But now I feel like I have to. I, I gave myself the, I don't know, the drive, the energy to move. And so now I guess I have to do it. So, sorry. I was hoping to record this next podcast from the house when I move in because that was the plan. The plan is go to the new house, set up a space, make it real good for the next podcast. That did not work out. But either way, I'll keep doing this. Uh, I'll keep doing this forever. I don't know till I stop. Who knows? Um, anyway, that was just a by the way thing. It hurt me a lot, though. I don't know why people have to lie like that. Like that's some unnecessary shit. Like, I would have been fine if they had told me, hey, we have someone, but uh, in case that doesn't work out, just uh, keep keep waiting, just in case, and we'll inform you. And then they inform me. Okay, I mean, clearly you can tell this shit bugged me a lot. It's really hard, but uh, there's more important things in life anyway. Um, I guess what I really want to talk about was Squid Game. Squid Game, the Netflix phenomenon. Like, this is a South Korean production that was done um i think they filmed it i don't know i want to say last year but probably not because of covid but then again it actually is a show that could work out perfectly with covid situations anyway if you haven't watched it i would advise you stop listening and first go watch it because i'm on spoil it i'm on spoil it hardcore and um the reason i'm on spoil it is i don't know kind of something i saw in that show that i really wanted to talk about so basically squid game for those who don't know squid game is a 
again South Korean TV show now if if first of all your hesitation is South Korea are you serious let me tell you something that you may or may not know right South Korea in my mind is the movie like let me say this that movie the countries that make the best movies right in the world now I know there's some asshole who will sit in the back and be like ah what about movies from France and this blah 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 fuck those guys I'm talking about the real good movies right so obviously America number one but that's not because they only make good movies that's literally because they make all the movies so like if I make a hundred movies at least two will be good at least two will be classics you know even if they're not classics at least they'll be funny you know they'll be something they'll have some quality about them so much as America is number one it's not because of quality it's about quantity if we do quality America is definitely the last country but again we're saying best movies and who releases the best movies I mean how many foreign movies win Oscars and again Oscars I know are rigged and Oscars are not rigged exactly but they're bullshit we know it's like a popularity contest it's not like a real thing where they actually reward the best movie of the year no they reward the best quote-unquote like serious movie you know the one which has like some kind of agenda or something or speaks to something happening in the world currently or speaks to you know the best easiest way to win an Oscar make a movie about making movies <laughs> I know that sounds stupid but just think about it go back look at a movie like La La Land amazing mu musical I really like that movie but not the best it was average but it was a movie about making movies about the Hollywood scene look at Badman very good movie which I really loved because of the direction of that movie if you haven't watched Badman you should really go back watch it I think okay I'm getting sidetracked right <laughs> but I started talking about movies like that and you know that's how I get in my head sometimes so anyway moving on right I guess the country which makes the second best movies again not because they only have quality movies but just because that's how the industry is is the UK UK has a bunch of good ass movies and some of the if not the best actors in the world some of the best actors in the world but number three is South Korea I shit you not I want someone to come and argue that shit out with me because they will lose I know those guys movies those guys movies are amazing I have watched all of them and I can tell you a few I can tell you you know what this is what I'll do I'll give you a top 10 not in any particular order of South Korean movies to watch and if any of those movies you watch and any one even one is shit then I'll even quit this podcast right here right now that's for sure so you listen to this grab a pen do whatever you want I don't give a fuck alright number one movie I'll give you is Train to Busan now I have my horror people my zombie loving people I know they've watched that one if you haven't it's probably the best zombie movie ever made I mean, no, not to shit on like Dawn of the Dead and movies like that, but Train to Busan is amazing. The acting, the zombies, the horror, the every element of it is basically perfect, right? And then, obviously, obviously, I'm going to put in Parasite, which did win an Oscar, right? It did win. That was 2019, before when life was still ordinary. They won an Oscar for best movie, and rightfully so. And the director of Parasite, right, is this amazing guy who, I'm going to tell you, has like th 
four of the best South Korean movies is called now excuse me because I can't pronounce this well because again I doubt he could pronounce my name well so I won't pretend like I, I can pronounce his well but Bong Joon Ho Ho I don't know how to say it but you know just google it I don't know you'll find him he's this amazing director he has made a bunch of movies now I'm going to list off like the rest of his which I think are classics right so he has done that one I told you about Parasite he has done The Host which was a beautiful amazing movie it, it's no all right let me get let me not get into too many details there's a movie called memories of a murder which is one of the most creative detective movies ever about like a serial killer it's so good there's okja of course there's okja but okja is more of a south korean but Netflix production, so there's a bit of an American element. I think Jack Gyllenhaal is in it even, but it's quite good, right? Anyway, leaving that alone, there's Old Boy. Now, Old Boy is a classic movie. Everyone who knows classic, who knows good cinema, knows Old Boy. It's one of the best movies ever made, and I'll just say that ever made. I'm not talking about South Korean. I'm not talking about what. I'm talking about best movies ever made. Period. <laughs> right? I know, I know, I know. Someone somewhere is saying to themselves, this motherfucker crazy. But I'm serious. There's another movie called Mother. Now that one there is super intense and I don't know, hmm, maybe I don't refer maybe I don't recommend that one because no, I actually do recommend it. It's a quality movie. Disturbing, but all of them are disturbing, but very good movie. Then there's I Saw the Devil. I saw the devil. It's not a movie you watch when you're like in a, I don't know, I don't know what kind of zone you have to watch it in, but it is one of those super intense, amazing movies that would have won all the Oscars had it been an American movie. I'm pretty sure in the future someone will remake it, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Then there's The Handmaiden, another creepy thriller-like movie, quite amazing, I really liked it. Anyway, and uh, I'll finish off with, I think I'll say Burning which stars uh, Steve Yuang, the guy who was Glenn in Walking Dead. Amazing actor. I think I, I somewhere, someone somewhere called him the Korean Brad Pitt. And I can't really disagree. I mean, based on the kind of movies he's doing and the kind of tra trajectory I guess he has, he's about hit that level. He's real close there. And there's a bunch of other ones, but I don't get into all that because that wasn't the point of this whole thing. The point was the Squid Game, right? So, Squid Game is basically a simple thing, right? Simple premise. Uh, and I think you've seen this before in a couple of movies. They get a bunch of people. And I, I won't spoil too much about how it happens and how all that goes down. But basically, they get a bunch of people, take them to a place. These are desperate people who, you know, life hasn't gone their way. They don't have enough money. They're really desperate. They don't know what to do with their lives. So, they accept this crazy challenge. And the challenge is simple come to this place play these five no play these six games and the winner of the six games gets i don't know i do i don't remember the, the translation in dollars but i translated it to shillings and it was billions of ugandan shillings right so i'm like in my head first thought i have is hmm, i might do this because <laughs> like, it's such an amazing idea right it's so amazing except as, we, as it is with all these movies when they get there 
and they think that they're just going to play these games and get eliminated, you know, normally. Turns out elimination means you die. Like you get killed. And it is super intense. And they play a wide range of games. And it's so crazy. And the acting is so amazing. The characters are so good. Honestly, of of the many characters, because let me say, no, nah, if I if I say too much, I'll have spoiled it, but I I honestly loved like 20 characters in that movie. Some of the characters I loved only appeared in like two episodes, but they were so important to the story that I was with them completely, you know? And following the whole journey, it is crazy. And it's one of those things which you can actually binge in one day. I mean, after finishing it, though, you will be drained emotionally because what you go through is crazy. I would advise to watch the first five, no, the first four, take a break, come back the next day, watch the last five. I think that's how I would advise it. But honestly, <laughs> every episode is crazier than the other. And all the things that happen, I keep thinking to myself, how is this going on? What is happening? How creative is this? I am so amazed. And you know, I'm so happy about it because finally people are getting to recognize South Korean cinema. Maybe not the highest form of South Korean cinema because I know there's so much better they can do but still some amazing work that I really like, right? Now, here's the thing with it, is this is what happens in life, is a show becomes too too popular, and then everybody watches it, and then all they do is talk about it. So everywhere you go on Twitter, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, everywhere, all it is is Squid Game, Squid Game, Squid Game, Squid Game. Like, that's it, you know? People, you know, these days, I guess I'm not creative enough or whatever it is. But I'll say this, right? I am one of those people who, when a show gets too popular, like when everyone is talking about it, I don't watch it, you know? Because I feel like I want to, not exactly that I want to be special, but I don't want to be one of the sheep, you know, who just accepts and just watches. I remember when Tiger King came out, I didn't watch it. I still haven't finished it. I think I watched the first four episodes. And I think I was even, <laughs> but I watched the first four episodes and I was like, this is real good, but I'm not going to continue. Why didn't I continue? Just out of pride. Just because, I mean, it was really good and I was really enjoying myself. But I said, I will not give them the satisfaction, <laughs> which is so stupid of me, really, you know, because to be honest, I actually really enjoyed Tiger King when I watched it. The stories were crazy, the everything. I just honestly haven't finished it because I know the whole story because everyone has talked about it. So I feel like there's nothing more I really have to see from it. I know exactly what's going to happen. I know there's a part two coming out, I think. I think next year, they're doing a part two of Tiger King. I'm like, I'll watch that with everyone else, you know. For now, I'm all good with it. I'll, maybe I'll finish it one day, but I highly doubt I will. Same thing with Money Heist. Money Heist, I remember... A friend of mine showed it to me when it was like on the second season. I think it was the second season had just come out. And he told me, dude, there's this amazing fucking show called Money Heist. You have to watch this shit. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, man. It's like this Spanish thing about like bank robbers. In my mind, I'm thinking, I feel like this has been done before. You know, this is sounds like the same plot of like Inside Man. Remember Inside Man? The Spike Lee movie with Denzel and Clive Owen. I was like, isn't that the same thing? They just literally copied it 
And then I watched it and I was intrigued. I was amazed. It was so good. But then after finishing the first two seasons, everywhere I went, that was it. Everyone's profile pictures, that was it. Everything I would see, it was all Helsinki and Nairobi and who and who. I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing it anymore. I left it and I was like, fuck that. Same thing happened with Queen's Gambit. You know, not that I have an agenda against Netflix. It's just that these shows become too popular. And even people who haven't watched them keep referring to them. People who don't even like them, but because they want to be part of the conversation, they want to be part of the cool crowd, they talk about these shows and they like them and all that. One day I'll watch Queen's Gambit because I believe it's a good show. But not today, motherfucker, not today. But Squid Game, that really got me. I didn't expect it to. I actually wanted to hate it, honestly, because I was already seeing it getting super popular. And I watched like the first episode thinking to myself, this is good, but it's not that good. But I think after you finish the red light, green light game, I think you're hooked. I'll, I'll just say that because I don't want to spoil too much. You know, I want people to see it for themselves and tell me what they think because that would be amazing. Anyway, that's it for now. I just had to say a little something about Squid Game. You know what? I think sometime I'll go into South Korean movies and actually do like a deep dive on them and, and like explain my best ones and, you know, maybe get more into it. And and maybe next time I'll actually learn like <laughs> the names and how to pronounce them, right? Because I know the names, but I say them only in my head. Because like, for example, there are two characters in uh, in Squid Game who I feel like in a way relate to me right there's the main star Jihan very sure I've said his name badly but that's whatever it is then he has a friend called Sangwoo right now I like those two characters and I think those two characters kind of relate to me for two reasons Jihan is a guy who I don't know in a way reminds me of myself right is like he's a guy who he, he wants to do good but somehow always fucks up and can just n- never really achieve the potential that was always like set for him in a way. And I sometimes feel that way about myself, but deep down he's actually a nice person and a good guy, but life has kind of made him a bit sour and a bit like, yeah, you know, a bit mean. And he kind of, and not, this part not me exactly, but he kind of more or less takes advantage of people. Because now for him, he hasn't at that fuck it stage. I'm not yet in that stage, but I could get there. That's how I could see myself becoming like him, right? In a way. But you know who I really am like? And if you've watched the show and you've finished the show, maybe this will make sense. There's a guy called Sangwoo, right? Who is like the main character's, I would say best friend. Let me say best friend. And honestly, from the beginning of the story, he was the nicest guy ever. But as the story progresses and the story progresses and you get to know him more and things keep happening. And I don't want to spoil anything else. Maybe later on I'll come through and I'll talk about the whole thing. But I think Sangwoo is who I am. Because I really, I feel like I am currently living the life he was living. You know, every time Jihan introduces him to people. It's always, hey, this is Sangu. He graduated from this university at this time. Pride of the village, blah, blah, blah. I'm definitely not the pride of any village, that's for sure. <laughs> but like, 
the character himself and the way he, it goes on and the way it all goes towards the end i feel like and I, and i don't want to say this because i feel like i'm i'm i would be making myself be i don't know again no spoilers just watch the show and maybe tell me what you think um i think i'll say this guys share uh with people the podcast uh let them subscribe wherever they subscribe i know it i know it's on spotify and a few other places uh the youtube page will be up next week i'm currently working on some graphics and some other stuff for it so i hope you'll enjoy that uh the water boy podcast watch squid game have fun doing all that and enjoy the weekend all right i'm out oh and by the way arsenal killed it last weekend let's go again <laughs>